Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. The driver's seat. The driver's seat. It's McLaren and Ricardo that win the Italian Grand Prix. Start the celebrations for McLaren. The driver's seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. It is a race week and welcome to the driver's seat. My name is Nimzasaw. Joined, as always, by Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. It's another day to talk racing. And, boys, are you pumped for the weekend? Oh, the band is back together. <laughs> I, look, the last couple of weeks, Nimsy, as much as uh, you and I have a, a lovely relationship, but I, I'm used to not working with you because you're down in Melbourne. I'm not used to working without, it seems like, my left arm here, Stevie J. And he's <laughs> been away for a couple of weeks. So I, I'm very happy to have you back. Yeah, thanks, mate. And you're like my middle leg. It's it's hard to, you know, to, uh, it, I, I miss right. you, Matt, badly you, when you're not around. You, you, <laughs> your middle leg? <laughs> anyway. how about, can I just be your right arm? I don't uh, want to be your middle leg. Now then, uh, we've got to get straight to our... <laughs> that little leg. <laughs> if you want to, if you want to be part of the program, very easy to do so. All you got to do is jump on the text line oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. But we have to get to our feature interview, and we do it thanks to Rico Filters. Ask your mechanic for Rico Filters, the professional's choice. Because this weekend at the Bend at Motorsport Park, we're going to be celebrating this man's milestone. How's that for a start? Shell Helix, Dick Johnson Racing, Team Penske. First Armour All Pole of 2016. Scott Pye's in business. Winkup still throwing it at him. Check out the reaction oh. of the Hawk and Shaw Garage. They will go to the line. Absolutely knows the tail. Scott Pye, that is oh, a magician's performance. Well done on the streets of Melbourne. And Scott Pye caps off a beautiful weekend and makes it a very useful day for him. Yes, please welcome back to the driver's seat, the one and only, the milestone man himself, Scott Pye. Hey, how are we, guys? <laughs> Mate, we're I was laughing, laughing just for that intro. I don't know why you'd ever want to be CBJ's right arm. <laughs> I didn't say right hand, Shepherds. I said, um, and I, I certainly don't want to be his middle leg. Let me give you the strong tip. But this weekend, mate, this... laughing the whole time you did your intro. <laughs> there you go. But this show, this is all about you, my friend. You've uh, you, you can raise the bat, kiss the cap. Three hundred starts. Did you ever think you'd get there? Uh, I mean, I, to be honest, race starts isn't something like you think about. You just want to be in the game for a long time because if you are, then it means you're doing something right, you know. So it's a big achievement. Um, 200, I mean, I remember celebrating that at, um, at Phillip Island and that only seems like yesterday. Unfortunately, the, uh, the old 300 is not full of, you know, as many uh, things I would have liked, but um, certainly still I'm sure going to be plenty more time to tick some of those boxes off. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's cool to hit 300, though. It does show that, you know, it's going to be something great to be around for this long. This long. 
I, yeah, I think you're right. I think any time you, you hit a milestone, you've you got to celebrate it in our game because it's so bloody hard to get. But I, I've got written in my notes here um, like a bunch of highlights and Nimsy put some highlights together as well. But one of the things I've got here, and I, I, I don't, I don't want to harp on it, mate, but, geez, you've had some shunts. You've had some big hits. You've made the highlight reel within that 300 more than a few times. <laughs> What's uh, I mean, the crazy thing is I've had like three crashes that haven't been mechanical failures, which wow. is insane. Like I must have had, I've been on fire three times in the same weekend. I think that, <laughs> has, to be, that has to be a record. I mean, I've had, I don't know, I think I've had two or three steering failures. I've had two brake failures. Like it is ridiculous how many, uh, and they've res- resulted in, um, yeah, certainly making a heart rate. So they haven't been, it's not like, you know, I've just ran into a gravel trap or done it simple. It's, uh, yeah, I've, I've certainly tested out the safety of these cars a number of times over the 300. <laughs> hey, and, and, and if you're not, if you are having a crap weekend, it's a very good way to get publicity. It's oh. a very good way to get on TV. If you ain't going to win it, spin oh, it I mean, a minute. That's the thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah, ask, no, exactly. exactly ask Matty McKeldon. When, when, when the brake pedal hits the floor, I think straight away, you know what? At least I'm going to make TV. We're on the reel. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm on the reel. Here we go, boys. On the big. real. No, yeah. it has been. A, it's, it's frustrating. And, I mean, even even um, right into this year, I think I've had like three or four races where we haven't haven't finished with mechanicals. It's been disappointing. That, that's always the most frustrating thing because the thing's out of your control. Um, and yeah, unfortunately, they've resulted in big ones. Um, I only shared one the other day. Actually, I just saw it on YouTube again. And, uh, that one, at, there was one at Queensland Raceway, even where the brakes oh, failed. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, so yeah, they just. Um, but it happens. It's motorsport. It's unpredictable. And uh, yeah, when it stays together, you got to make sure you get the best result you can. And when it doesn't, you just scrape yourself off and go again. <laughs> hey, mate. Um, obviously, you know you've you've driven for a few teams now. I'm like pushing back now. Uh, you got the first podium uh, on the in the era of when my old man and Roger Penske teamed up back in 2015. Yeah. First pole position, which was really cool. Um, we heard in the highlights reel at the start that Nimsy put together that crazy win down at uh, at the Melbourne AGP with mm. uh, with WAU and first in uh, the ZB as well. First in a ZB exactly, at, and probably under lights. It wasn't meant to be under lights. To be fair. <laughs> Uh, because it yeah. was uh, very dark then, wasn't it? But um, I mean, now obviously, now you're a teammate, and you've you've progressed through. I mean, is it um, uh, for me? Is it something that um, you know now you feel a bit more uh, responsible to? Uh, I guess a bit more up in the hierarchy there. You know, I mean, I guess at DJR you sort of uh, you, you were there. You're you're in amongst um, some pretty. Uh, crazy heavy hitters as well. Yeah, heavy hitters there. Same with WAU. And, and now I, I almost feel as though you're the heavy hitter where you're at. What do you think? Yeah. Well, I mean, I get, actually, first of all, like I got the win at Walkinshaw, but I was I was bummed to leave DJ without a win. I know my dad especially was a massive Dick Johnson fan, and um, going there was a surreal feeling to sign with, you know, to, to drive for your dad was just a, a pinch yourself moment. You grow up, you talk about the 300 and what that means. It's more the the things you actually do along the way that, you know, my dad's not around, so you probably appreciate it more than you would if he was. You almost probably take those things for granted because dad would have met him and it would have just been one of those things that happened in life. But certainly those things, uh, you know, mean a lot more to me without my dad there to share them with. So that was a cool moment. Um, I, I wish I had got a win there before I left. It was a shame. I mean, I finished second there, I think, a couple of times. Um, and, yeah, I had some great results, but uh, it wasn't to be and, and obviously got the first one with Walkinshaw, which is still very special. 
Um, but yeah, I think now I'm, I'm just older and more experienced. And, uh, so I feel like, you know, you want to try and steer the ship a little bit more and use that experience when things aren't going exactly how you want. Um, you know, keep, keep the crew on track and, uh, we may as well working with Frosty is a great opportunity is a proven product. And that was always an important decision for me when going to a team is who is your teammate going to be? Because sometimes that's the only measure of success. If, if you're not winning races is where you're at against your teammate. And, uh, I've been lucky to have some good ones. I had JC at, at Walkinshaw, which I think gave me a lot of credit there and then a credibility. And then coming here as well, you know, having having Match Frosty has been something that, that I'm, you know, really proud of and, you know, he's someone that is well respected in the category. So to go to between those two drivers and, and you know, match them has, has been something which is great for me. But now in the team, it's about trying to work together and get this team to the front. I mean, it's such a tough thing to, to win a race or even get a podium in this championship so you've got to get all the one percenters right i think you know two experienced drivers um offer some great opportunity for this team to get up there but it's hard work it's it's tough it's um you know very tight this championship so it's, it's always challenging when you've got the the bigger teams um and we're still a relatively new team as well especially when you consider we've only been two cars now for three years it's um you know it's early early days and um just to have a few podiums already under my belt at this team is great Obviously, we want plenty more, and um, yeah, I don't think it'd be too far away. It's, it's, um, you know, this year's shown some great speed, and qualifying has certainly improved. Just hasn't gone our way. This is probably I've felt this is actually one of my best years that I've got out of myself, but we've got we've just got nothing for it, so it's been frustrating. Um, but it's all right there, and it's all happening. Um, Scotty, I want to talk Team Eighteen, and one of the things about the driver's seat is that we're not connected necessarily to any team or any driver or any media outlet so we we are a medium where we talk on behalf of the people who are listening to our show um who don't get the opportunity to ask some of the times the tough questions i want to talk to you about team 18 because i've been pretty critical i think about team 18 to be fair um there's part of me that looks at team 18 scotty and says right you got you got pretty good triple eight kit um you've got good sponsors You've had some really good engineers through the place. You've got Frosty and yourself there with massive uh, experience. Race winners. Race winners. Charlie Schwerkholz, no dummy. But there just seems to me to be, and I know you mentioned you've only been around three years as a two-car team, but I think if you ask 90% of the people watching, and probably quite a few within pit lane as well, it seems on the outside, not unlike Tickford, that Team 18 just can't get their act together and find consistency, like the power steering issues that keep reoccurring. You'd sort of be thinking, come on, guys, can we get on top of that? I mean, are we being wrong there from the outside? Am I being too harsh on Team 18? But you just seem, as a whole, to be underperforming. Am I wrong? Well, I think so. I mean, when I just keep in mind that even the last race, when I crashed out at Townsville, we were going for third. So... Yeah. You know, it's not a, an easy championship. You know, my I think I've had, like, in the last eight races or ten races, like, the four finishes I've had, I haven't been worse than sixth. So it is still as well, I think, without those dramas, we'd be in the top ten of the championship for sure in my car, especially with the start of the season, like even Sydney Motorsport Park, when I know these mechanical problems have kind of stuck around a bit, but even there we were probably on for a podium. I mean, I passed Chaz for position before the steering failed, and he went on to win the race. Um, and that was at the very end of the race. So it was like, you know, we have been there all year with, with speed, you know, three straight top 10 shootouts now as well. So even just mm. based on recent performance, car speed, and 
you know, it hasn't been too bad. I mean, we finished, I think we were fifth in the team's championship last year. And, you know, this year is a frustrating one because there's nothing really to show for it. And I think people forget very quickly how good it could have been. You know, it's mm. almost like you get the result, but it doesn't really change the fact that you could have got it if you were up there anyway, like if you were consistently fast. Um, you know, that's why we go to Taylor Bend confident because, you know, even though we didn't get to, unfortunately, cross the finish line with that result, there was never a time on track where I was outside the top 10 in that mm. weekend. Like, we didn't finish one session outside the 10 except for the, the race I crashed out in, mm. which I'm obviously holding myself responsible for as well. So, you know, I need to tidy up what I'm doing because it's not only these power steering issues. I've made mistakes this year as well, which I'm kicking myself for because there's been good opportunities there that I've let go. So... Right. You know, I need to work on myself still. It doesn't matter that I've done 300, still make mistakes. So that needs to, you know, I need to always try and improve that. Yeah. Um, but it is just, it's a tough championship. It's close. There's no doubt about it. And when you look at AAA, of course, we have some of their, their parts. But, uh, you know, they've been around a lot longer. And it's still a much larger team as well. Because when we went to two cars, we hit the road for COVID as well. So certainly been a challenge. And when you compare us to most other teams, I think the team's been you know, working fantastically. It's just, you know, there's there's been difficulties with consistency, I think, because of the challenges that come up through COVID and, and for some of the staff that, you know, couldn't couldn't do the on-the-road thing. So all in all, I think, um, you know, this year particularly, Charlie's done an amazing job, I think, with two new recruit recruits, with our crew chief and team manager, and, and things really are seeming like they're on the up. I mean, every time I go in the shop, there's a real great atmosphere there now, and it does seem to be you know, turning around because I think last year was frustrating. That's where I would say you're correct in that, you know, last year I felt like we under-delivered based on our 2020 performance. But this year I'm, I'm pretty, you know, it's just, I'm frustrated because there's not a lot to show for it, but I don't think it's been too bad. I certainly think the momentum has been back like it was in 2020. Mm-hmm. And um, Charlie has really introduced some good form to this team and he's doing a good job, I think. So, I don't know. I think check back in six months and see if this mm-hmm. back into the year we, we've under-delivered or not, but I think we really can turn this around. Hey, mate, I've, I think from me looking from the outside, uh, and, and this is more particularly to you, I mean, because I know you quite well, how how have you been, like, every time, you know, you've had, I wouldn't even say some bad luck, you've had some treacherous <laughs> luck this year um, with, with accidents, with incidents, with bits and pieces like that. Um, there's been probably a lot of money invested in in the car to repair it where it probably could be going into engineering it and, and new parts whatever it might be how have you been going i mean i know you you're generally quite a positive bloke all the time anyway but um i think that even even your run that you've had that you had to a point i mean i know there's there's been some great positives but it's got to you've got to think back and go um you know geez what have I done here? What, what did I do at the start of the year to deserve this? I mean, has that, has that been has it been a bit like that, or have you just been? Not we're good, we're positive, we're moving forward, sort of every weekend. No, I mean you can't, you can't, yeah, you can't kid yourself. It's definitely been yeah. challenging, and and Townsville has been a, a difficult one for me because, you know, I think there's only really that's really the only one that um, you you look at and you go, okay, maybe things could have been different, but it's it's could have been a very much a, an isolated one crash for the year is what it feels like that could have been but it feels like we've had so yeah. many that they do stack up you know and it's frustrating you yeah it definitely is is one that 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 felt like it was just like you know cherry on top that's like it felt like mm. it 
had happened over and over. So, you know, that's where it's difficult because it's difficult to just isolate these incidents and think of them as a one-off when there's been so many bad things happen throughout the year. But it doesn't change the fact that next weekend, or this weekend, sorry, is, a, is an opportunity to change the narrative or, or get myself back on the yeah. podium or right at the front. So mm-hmm. I just always think that, you know, my goal is to never let yesterday affect today or today affect tomorrow. It's yeah. every race is an opportunity but it's made it's it's challenging, especially you know mentally. This game is tough, and it's um you know whether it's the fans, um, I guess you know cracking onto the drivers through social media or whatever it might be. Everyone has an opinion, so yeah. best thing to do is just uh, ignore it. Or I mean, I actually quite enjoy jumping on and having a bit of banter <laughs> and cracking you know, oh. the grammar or something that often cheers me up, especially when yeah. I'm bored. I just I can't help myself, but um, how good's correcting yeah, grammar? Oh, I get that. I do that. I do that oh, on mate, the show here. Like, or it is the best when I see someone have a crack at. Yeah, you know, used to have a crack at me in Super Ute being on socials, and they and you'd get some smart aleck that it, you know, um, to they'd say or to be fair about something or whatever, and they'd spell it incorrectly, and you just go back, not mention anything about what they were saying, just correct the grammar. <laughs> <laughs> I used yeah, to love it was, it was, I had a great time the other day. I was hammering someone. It was just so funny. I was sitting on the couch, and it's after Townsville. So I mean, I was—I'll be honest. Like I was—I was pretty pretty down after Townsville. That one's really yeah. really knocked me about, and it was just tough. So there wasn't many days after that where I was I was uh, cheerful, but I was sitting on the couch. <laughs> I was wetting myself laughing. And Shannon was like, "Oh, what's going on? What's cheered you up?" It's just some spot online that can't spell. Making me laugh. So it is the best. I think it's um, you know they and they do get quite abusive. So they, you know if you can find the light in it, then uh, you have a bit of fun with it because otherwise it just yeah you, know, you don't don't need that stuff to wind you up. But it's you know it's it's definitely been a tough season, mate. I'm not yeah. not going to lie. It's um, hard, but honestly, it's just like you got to keep reminding yourself that. We're going for third. We've got good speed. Um, you yeah. know, we're in the 10 regular. I've got to just make sure that this weekend I leave no stone unturned and uh, get the team back to the front, back to the pointy end. Hey, mate, there is a so, – sorry, Nimsy, one second. There is a there is a positive coming from Townsville. You don't actually have to repair from the back window back. <laughs> <laughs> it's only right, just a little bit, a little bit of suspension. Yeah. It's like parallel to the rear window. But, um, <laughs> Oh, that's funny. It's, that's funny. It's funny you mentioned the, the social media thing, though, uh, Scotty, because it's like, could you imagine if like if fans back in the day would have a crack at, say, you know, DJ or Jim Richards or Larry Perkins or something? Like, they would just unleash. I can always hear exactly what they say. But, oh. it. but it's, <laughs> it's um, I mean, uh, this whole, like, I'm, I get, I'm a supporter of the whole no social hate thing, but I don't really think it's realistic. I think... What it is it's down to the person that's receiving to be able to take it in a in you know with a grain of salt because everyone's going to have an opinion. Unfortunately, social media gives everyone a platform, and yep. most of them you know don't don't haven't earned the platform. I mean, I would never ever walk into someone's workplace and tell them you know what I what I think of their efforts at their job because it's an uneducated opinion anyway. Mm. Yet mm. people feel the need to say it. So I think that's the thing you got to remember is it's an uneducated opinion. And most of it makes absolutely no well, all of it, to be honest, makes no sense. They, they say their opinion. I mean, I actually, it's funny, I don't really comment on anything online because if it's a, for me, like, especially I've got some friends um, uh, that have, you know, show on Sky and things and political commentators, I always laugh because it's like, if I was to make a 
political comment or anything. It's an uneducated mm. one. I've got more risk of sounding like an idiot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but they just, most people in the comment section, it's like they think their opinion is spot on. It's, it's absolutely the truth. And, and anyone that disagrees with them is an idiot. So, I mean, fair play to them. It takes some real confidence to be able to throw your opinion out there like that. Well, let's, Especially <laughs> if you don't know how to spell. Let's, like, are you um, going to throw shade? Oh, mate, At least I mean, do it I grammatically exactly, correctly. If I struggle with that, I definitely... I'd be, you mate, just I'd be, shut uh, up, would you? I, I keep, Exactly. Well, Scotty. So yeah, I mean, I do support that no social hate, but mate, you just yeah. got to take it yeah. as what it is. Laugh at what you can, and um, just get out there. We're, we're lucky. I mean, we're fortunate. Our job's on TV, so that's quite cool. Well, let's let's look at look, let's let's flip it on its head because let's look at the positives of social media. I mean, you guys uh, basically brought back the Adelaide Five Hundred. I mean, when they cancelled it, mm. I know that you and your fellow South Aussies like. Todd Hazelwood and Nick Perkett were very vocal of like, come on, bring back the 500. And you guys really had a good yeah. positive movement that sort of showed everyone when they, when they bin the race, that it's just like, no, 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 this is all the good stuff that comes with it. And this is the amount of people that are willing to put their names behind it, to bring it back. Like when you see that we're going to end the season, you know, at, essentially your home race. It's something that you probably went to as a kid growing up and whatnot. Like it must give you a bit of a sense of accomplishment and like, or to make it like a second Christmas in a way. A hundred percent. And I mean, that's a good example. I mean that right there. I was definitely, I was vocal later, but initially I was pretty quiet on the matter because I didn't understand the ins and outs of as to why it was canceled. And that was something that I thought, well, I need to be educated before I try and, push for something to be back and also when you're pushing an agenda that could change the government it's sort of you know you need to understand exactly what that's going to what the pros and cons of both sides are going to be or what their campaign is because my mum lives there and and whoever's voted in it's going to affect her Mm -hmm. it's going to affect the other citizens of South Australia so I wanted to actually know like yeah I want the race back but selfishly is that going to be a negative for you know the other things that they're pushing yeah the people um, that are actually going to be there in their agenda so Exactly, because the race means everything to me. It's like something I've grown up watching, but at the same time, I didn't want there to be a you know a change of government and it ends up being a negative in every other way for those living in South Australia. But it is not the case. I was definitely once you know I, I got to meet Peter, and it was a, a yeah, it was it was a great opportunity I think for South Australia to have this change in government, and it also meant that we got the race back. So it wasn't necessarily just about getting the race back. There's yeah. a lot more to it. And I was, man, I'm so happy. It's awesome. It's like I said, it means everything to me growing up. That's the race that I fell in love with. I mean, I was initially a huge Formula One fan and, and, you know, the Damon Hill Schumacher battle there. I remember all that. And it's just mm. to race in those streets is just the coolest feeling ever. And uh, yeah, to do it right in front of the home crowd. Couldn't be better. So yeah, I'm, I'm pumped to have it back. That's it's, it is the best. And I'm not just saying that because that's where you're from. It is the best, one of the best, or I guess, you know, we have, I think we have probably... Did you back that already? You said no, 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 no. the best and then it's one. No, no, no. It, I, then, but then I thought Bathurst. And then I, then I, but then I thought Bathurst and I thought, no, it's actually, you know, it's on Gold par, Coast. Then Gold you Coast. Thought... So there's four of the best races just right there. What you, you just know, saw was Steve's brain working in we real time. Three, but... <laughs> we only named three, but I guess numbers uh, isn't your strong No, I know <laughs> Adelaide. I know Adelaide. I named Gold Coast Bathurst and Townsville, I just said. <laughs> I, oh, you, you didn't know, say Townsville. I did. No, no you didn't. Oh, See, come on. You didn't say Townsville. Oh, that was my inside voice. Yeah. Hey, do you know, hey, do you know hey, what hey, else you didn't mention? But, um, what? Winton. Reckon, you didn't mention Winton. 
Yeah. Now, now, be nice. I tell you what, I actually, on. a funny story. I drove home from Winton this year in um, with, with Van Geers. He, he wanted to lift back to Melbourne. He stayed at mine and was like, oh, I'll come back with you. And then on the way home, like 20 minutes out of the track, my rear left tyre exploded. Like, <laughs> and I was just, and he turned, as it's blown, he he looked at me and went, I knew I shouldn't have come with you on a race with him. <laughs> As I'm like going down the highway trying to catch this thing, I'm like, Are you kidding me, mate? Like now? So then we had to pull over and change this tire. But I thought, just my luck. Like, I think that race I broke down in and then I blew a tire on the way home. So, um, yeah, hey, Winton. Forget that one. Winton. But, on a positive note, mate, you've got, you've only got 120 more races to catch up to me. <laughs> God, what? That's positive. <laughs> Righto, mate. He's well Jeez. over two thirds of the way there. <laughs> Righto, hero. <laughs> but he's yeah. No, I'm not even going to say that. I'm not even going to say what I was going to say. <laughs> he's one up me on his own show. I thought tonight was about me, Steve. Oh, it is about man. you. I was just congratulating <laughs> you on getting as far as you've got in such a young age, and you've got plenty of time to pass me. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll be Does honest, he... mate. Like. It is. Uh, there's not many people in this sport that have been able to stick around as long as they mm. they have, and um, and yeah. So it is something like I aspire to be around for a lot longer, and um, and hopefully I can get some more race wins. And uh, mm. I still that Bathurst one is is what's going to mean yeah. so much to me. I want to get that one under my belt. So no, mate, is another 150. I still got to go at least, <laughs> but hopefully, uh, yeah, even more than that would be good. But and, you haven't uh, got many uh, wins to get to me though. <laughs> <laughs> Only two more. <laughs> two more. All right. Two more. I'd two be more wins and you've equaled me. that in 150 more races. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Hey, quickly, just before we let you go, mate, uh, just between you, me, the fence post, and our 150,000 listeners, is Frosty going to be your teammate next year, do you reckon? Honestly, I don't know. I think <laughs> um, that's obviously one for, for Frosty and don't really you know exactly what it's like Steve like we yeah. you worry about yourself that much it's selfishly in this game it's like race weekend you work together but I got enough of my own problems without you know stressing about that but I'd love him to be because we've got on so well since I joined the team and I mean that as well like I've had I'm I'm a pretty pretty tough nut to have around all the time so you know if he can put up with me he's a pretty good bloke but we've definitely uh, yeah, got a good thing going I think here and I mean, I'll be happy for him to stick around. I hope he does. Um, but that's definitely something you have to ask him. So, yeah, but I'd be all for it if he does. That is fantastic evasive manoeuvre there to avoid being <laughs> oh, yeah. the speed yeah, cafe like, tomorrow. splinters uh, out I, of the back I showed, it, I showed him that backpedal just before. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Scotty, mate, we have kept, we've kept you far too long on your Wednesday night, mate. Uh, well, you're very generous with your time. Uh, all the best for your milestone uh, this Sunday. It's going to be an absolute belter. And also, too, actually having it in your home, well, your home state, Mm. It would be nicer if it was in Adelaide, but you know it's at least it's closer than your two fifty was in Bathurst. So it's at least it's moving closer to home for the milestones. Mate, I'm very happy to tick three hundred up in uh, in South Australia. It's very good to get to stay back, see my mum for a couple of days after as well. But no, you guys have been a pleasure, and Steve, you've been all right too. So thanks. <laughs> <laughs> good on you, Scotty. Go well this weekend, mate. We'll talk soon. <laughs> Cheers. Thanks, boys. <laughs> Scott Pye there joining us. Our feature interview. Thanks to Ryko Filters. Matty, could you please go through those comments? Because they're hilarious on the on well, the, on the the text. Yeah. Um, our, one of our regular friends, Greg in Upper Coomer, has basically said, hey, boys, opinions are like, you know what? Everyone has one. And occasionally you have to hear from them.
Yes, we know that, Greg. Uh, and social media gives them the platform to do that. Uh, and then one of our great mates, Tom. I can't do the Tommy because that's for, for Tommy and Tom. But Tom in Hobart, the Fast Deli comment section is where you'll always find Australia's best couch racers vying for the Nuffy World Championship. Google it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Do that indeed. Uh, good entertainment. You're 100% right, Tom. Uh, if I ever want to feel dumber, I'll just go and read some of the comments about our sport. <laughs> if I ever want to feel smarter, sometimes I'll just go and read it because you just go, mate, seriously? You have no idea. You've been like no a Venus flytrap for uh, nuffers today. Correct, Tim. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right, Timmy. Um, it is the driver's seat. A big thank you to Scotty Pye for joining us on the program. An absolute legend. You can be a part of the show too. All you got to do is text in 0433981116 is the number. We got a lot to get through and not a lot of time to get through it as well. Uh, so we'll do that. We'll have a look at what's happening at the Bend this weekend. Mm. We'll do it next right here on the driver's seat. Thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. It's a driver's seat. As always, we do it thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making Tomorrow Matter, shaping and building Australia together. And a reminder, too, you can rev up your smartphone with the driver's seat app. It's available now in the App Store. If you want to be part of the show, text in 0433981116. Scott Pye's fan engagement efforts during lockdowns in the E-Series was fantastic. Want a fan in me? Great bloke. Uh, that's from Kimbo in Bayswater. Yeah, jumping on early, Kimbo. Good to have you on board. Good on you, Kimbo. Who, who, how's this one from uh, text message 494 ending? 150,000 listeners. Comedy gold. Hmm. Not sure if we're trying to be sarcastic on that one. Bad luck, you dickhead. Anyway, let's have... <laughs> they, I think they were our numbers last time. That's far short. Let's have a quick look at... Um, <laughs> Uh, we're going to have a look at the bend anyway because um, we now got one hundred and forty nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine. <laughs> uh, a quick look at the bend of Motorsport Park this weekend. Uh, now, there's a couple of interesting stats there. Ford Mustang drivers have dominated in the recent past at the bend. Uh, the last seven Supercars Championship race wins at the circuit, as well as the last eight Armour or pole positions in a row. So. If you were, say, I don't know, Davey Reynolds or Anton Di Pasquale or Will Davison or Cam Waters, you'd be licking your chops right now, wouldn't you, boys? You'd be thinking so, wouldn't you, Steve? You'd be thinking you're well, due. You'd be thinking you're ready to go. Especially especially Cam and the DJR boys, that's mm. for sure. Mm. Um, you know, maybe even JC, you know, maybe we can see a bit of that form come back that we saw you don't reckon Penrose uh, can him? have a crack at, at Perth? Yeah, well, well we, the, they can the, have a go at any circuit they on their can. day. The, the problem with me putting them into that scenario is that they've been too inconsistent. I thought they were going to be really good at Townsville, and they were literally back of the grid nearly, you know. Mm. So um, they were really bad. So I, I don't know. Like, I'm hoping that we can see them all up there, but um, just a little bit too. And, and they're not inconsistent in the way that they're going from – you know, we've seen Davey Reynolds on the podium quite a few times this year. So let's say top five. They're not going from top five and having a bad run and, and being P10. Mm. They're going from top five to P20 yeah. in, in, in the 20s. And that's what worries me. Yes. Yeah. I, I think we've seen with this circuit over the years, Stevie J, that there has not been a dominant player 
we've seen Triple Eight have success. We've seen DJR have success. We saw DJR a couple of years ago with Scotty um, Scotty McLaughlin couldn't make the podium. You nearly said Scotty Pye. I almost said Scotty <laughs> Pye. <laughs> Scotty McLaughlin uh, didn't even make the podium. So this place, Nimsy and Steve, it, it's a bit tricky. It's going to be very weather dependent as well. We know that the the surface of the circuit is evolving and changing. Um, we know that it was super, super slick when it first started, but it's getting a little bit more abrasive now, Steve. I mean, you spent half your life there. You've just done two weeks there and you're going back for another, you're going to be there again for this weekend. But the surface now, has it has it gotten a bit more abrasive or is it still icy slick, icy smooth, hard to get temperature in the tyres, hard to get the front end of the car working? I don't think it's actually, it's weird. I don't think it's changed much. I think... It's settled in. It's got a. It was so smooth at the start. That's why they were struggling with grip. Mm. Now it has worn a bit. The grip seems a bit more consistent to me now. So I think that, um, you know, they're going to be just as fast as what they have been. But I think that there's more than just one line. Like I mean, it got to the point where it was almost tram tracks. Just two lines around the track at the start when it was obviously first raced on. Yeah. As soon as you got off that line. The car was like it was on ice. Shocking. It was terrible. Yep. And I think now that's widened a lot, which is going to make the racing a bit better. It's still going to be a damn hard place to pass. It's it's just it's just one of those tracks. Mm. You would think a 15-metre wide track is going to be easy <laughs> to pass. Mm. Uh-uh. It's not. And just, just the way that it's designed, and uh, and don't get me wrong, it's a fantastic track. Uh, I love driving around. I've, like you said, I've spent the last two weeks there, basically, mm-hmm. um, uh, doing some uh, driver training stuff. And... and it's it's a fantastic draw, track to drive around, but it is just for some reason it's just very very hard, and the 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 tire degradation is not as high as you would expect. Mm. Hence the reason why the one line racing. What did you make of it last year when they changed the circuit? Was it last year or the year before they changed the circuit? A uh, year before, did, I think. Was it the year before when like, they did the, the cut? Yeah, that was through COVID. Through. They had the I yeah. think weekend back to back, didn't they? Should they be running that circuit? Configuration, or should they be running the the big one? Do you reckon with the triple right? And well, I think the ones with the triple right, it actually does help the tire degrade more than mm-hmm. that other uh, shorter. They call it the West Circuit, so mm-hmm. it's the shortest circuit. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not as many high load long corners on that circuit, so basically you're doing the same times at the, the end of the race as you are at the start of the race. At least the international circuit, which is the main circuit with the triple rights and all that, the bit longer corners mm. through turn, you know, 11, 12, 13, that sort of thing. A bit more of a hairpin there at turn six um, that you can uh, obviously uh, pass on, whether it be an inside or an outside pass wide enough. Whereas you go straight ahead to the west circuit, it narrows down a hell of a lot and you mm. can't really pass in there. So I think it is the right circuit to be using, but um, I don't know. There's three circuits there. There's obviously the West Circuit, the International Circuit, and the GT Circuit. I no reckon, one uses the GT Circuit. You know though, what I reckon? You know what I reckon they should do? Know which way it goes. <laughs> I reckon there should be, say, 15 laps in the race. Mm. And I reckon you should, you know, maybe do 12 laps of the international, <laughs> then you do. Then at some stage, like Jokers, you got to do two of the West, and then you got to do one of the GT at some stage, like a roller skating rink. Yeah, yeah. Right. round the course. <laughs> How good would that be? And then you got to merge onto the track with the others. Oh my goodness! The only drum with that is to use the GT circuit. I think you, you come backwards a little bit on the just on, a little bit. Yeah, but 
it'd be fine. That'll make Scotty Pye's year look pretty. Just paint a dotted line in the middle of the track. Fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's talk Andre Hairdryer because he had a, an absolute belter last year. He's clearly the number one at BJR this year. He's the only one who's getting any results uh, consistently out at BJR. Obviously, he wasn't with BJR last year. He was with, um, he was with Penrite Racing uh, in the Mustang. It's going to be interesting to see how back-to-back comparison that that car now to a BJR Commodore. So he's had yeah. a he's he's had a Mustang at at um, Penrite. Now he's gone across to the Commodore at BJR. He's having a great year and he's got form at this circuit. So he could be he could be one to watch if they can keep that consistency up. Mm. Absolutely. And so obviously he won. Was mm. it the it was the he qualified at the front too. It was a bit dry wet, wasn't it, Matty? Mm. By yeah. memory. Yeah, and he he even had a five second time penalty as well and managed Correct. to and he had to get up. And he actually pulled the gap, which mm. was a very impressive. So it's gonna be interesting to see how he goes mm. in that. Remember last time too, those BGR cars were at the back of the grid, Matty. Do you remember shocking. that? Shocking. They were shocking. They were terrible. They yeah. but I I don't think that was representative of where they should have been. Mm. They just totally ballsed up the tire pressure, pressure yeah, issue. That's exactly. Right. That's right. So that'll be That'll be interesting to see. Cam Waters having his, what is it, 100th start, Nimsy, I think? I think so. 100th round start, is it, for uh, for Cam Waters? So he's got good form here too. You'd have yeah. to think that he'd be. He's also, yeah, that's, tick- where, that's where he got his uh, first solo win as well. That's right. So yes, he, correct. He comes to this place with a certain amount of uh, confidence, I suppose. He had a really good run um, up in Townsville with some, with some podiums and that kind of stuff. So he'd be coming in pretty strong, you'd imagine. I think the question the, – there's two questions for mine that I'm going to be looking at this weekend, boys. Nick Perkett, I'm going to be looking at pretty closely in the Walkinshaw car. I just – this is a circuit that's got long-loaded corners that traditionally they're quite good at, Stevie J. Walkinshaw are traditionally pretty good at long-loaded corners, I think. So it's going to be interesting to see where he is because he like needs – AGP. Philip Island, not where we go there. But, yeah, he um, needs to be up there. Yep. He really, really needs to be up there. So I'm going to be looking for Nick. Uh, and I'm also going to be looking at the crowd. Typically, this place just hasn't. I know there's a Hungry Jacks Nimsy that you love to go to just out the front there. One of my favourites. One of your faves. Uh, but. There's a walk in the box now, too. A, wa- a, a what? A walk in the box. A walk in the box. Yeah. Right. Maybe, even get, a, get yourself a uh, one of those. Like It's like a Dagwood dog at the uh, OTR as well. Oh. As you can tell, what we've, do they we've, call them? We've, we've, I can't. Dagwood dogs? No, no, no. <laughs> they've, got a, they've got another that's name the, for it. Yeah, there's another name. It's like a Pluto pup. Yeah, oh, or something like that. Yeah. I call it heart attack on a stick. <laughs> Vomit. Um, so it'll be interesting a to see where they dog get a crowd and shake. A dog and shake. A dog and shake. Dog, oh, and, dog, shake. And, dog and shake used to be the uh, Donut King thing, didn't it? Did it? You get a thick shake and a, I and a I'm, hot I'm dog. I'm not aware of that brand. I'm only aware of the good people at OTR who make life easy. Oh, I missed oh. those. Oh. Clearly sponsors of <laughs> here as <laughs> Um Yeah, it'd be interesting to see whether they get a crowd there this year because they're in their, what, this will be their third or fourth uh, edition of, of racing yep. supercars at Talem. It's actually they year number five. Oh, year it's number five, five there you yeah. go, five. So struggled with crowds in the past, and it's also, as I say, very weather dependent. Um, when you, Nimsy, you've been there, you've driven past it. Tail and bend, when you look over the back of the circuit, there's nothing there. Mm. So that wind comes howling across there. And it, the joint, I think as, uh, um, uh, who was it that said the gateway to hyperthermia? I think it was Daryl. Oh, no, uh, it was Baz. Um, Baz. It was Barry Baz. Sheen. Yeah, at, yeah, he was at, at Phillip Island. Island. But I tell you what, tail and bend, midwinter, that is the gateway to hyperthermia. Yep. Let me tell you, yep. it is freezing. We so, were down there. Yeah, I was there last week, and was it freezing? When it was fourteen, meant to be fourteen, fifteen, or sixteen degrees. Yeah, 
the wind chill and the feels like when you look on your phone was like six or seven. <laughs> no, thanks. I, I still love the first time when, uh, before we were heading there, Davy Reynolds basically called it like a set piece from the movie The Mummy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, yeah. That's right. That's very funny. Uh, hey, look, we'll find out what happens uh, at the Bend Motorsport Park this weekend, but we've got plenty of your text to get through, and we'll do that in just a moment. 0433 98 11 16 is the number if you want to get involved. You are listening to The Driver's Seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. We've got so much to talk about. Trans Am. We'll go through the power rankings as well. We'll talk about the Charter Family wildcard, which the lineup's been locked in. Because, Harrison, we see your text. We'll get to that in just a moment. Mm, it's a big, good big, text, Harrow. big, big show on The Driver's Seat. And we'll get straight to more of it right after this. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. It's the driver's seat and we do it thanks to Kubota. Together we are shaping and building Australia. Last week we did have John Bikeoff on mm. the program. Uh, they are famously running in Super 3. It's an AU Falcon! And uh, John actually got in touch with me um, during the week because he was saying that uh, they're going to be getting T-shirts made up for it. And I got to see a couple of the prototypes. They look absolutely mint. So keep They're your done. eyes. They're done. I've seen him post it up on his socials. Keep your eyes out. Keep mm. your eyes out for uh, on at Bike Off Racing on the socials if you're interested. So uh, if you want to start wearing this. It's an AU Falcon! And uh, look like absolute just style is all you can say. Retro <laughs> oh, sure. style. Yeah, very retro. In fact, we've. I, I was talking to Jono. Um, I think he's going to come in, Stevie J, to our studio here and present us with a couple of double XLs in the AU Falcon. I'm uh, just an XL, thanks. <laughs> and uh, just a medium for me, thanks, Jono. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> uh, so we might we might get Jono in the studio actually, and uh, we'll get that on camera um, as he presents us. We've also got. Just doing a bit of talking in the background about John O'Bikoff and that AU. Well, really? There might be some news about that coming out at some stage. Good stuff. Which John O doesn't even know about yet. But, oh, you know. okay. Hmm. Well, he's heard right. it here first. Yeah, he's heard uh, it here first. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, let's quickly get to some of your text messages. And as uh, Frank and Fakatani would say. Keep your text messages coming in. 0433-98-1116 is the number. Do you want to get through some of those, fellas? Uh, how good is that? Uh, yes. Text message ending in 342. Hey, boys. Uh, I'm just in doing some Uber deliveries. Haven't seen any nuggets orders come through yet. Are you boys on a diet? We should get <laughs> sushi, Carol. <laughs> um, well, actually, uh, I don't need nuggets because I, I had a crack on some uh, nuggets the other day. Should have gone the other Venue that makes nuggets. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Why, a bit soggy? Oh, no good. No? No. Well, you're going to no. have to redo it. You know that. I should have gone to our friend and partner at SEN uh, McDonald's uh, instead of going to KFC because I just I thought they were horrendous. But um, 18, Stevie J in the trophy. 18? No, yeah, no, you can get 18. And you should have seen the film and residue that it left on the inside of the trophy. Oh, yeah? No good? No, nah, it's no good. Did you clean the inside of the trophy first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, I did actually. I did. I wiped. I wiped it out for the little Max, oh. and then I, I threw them in, and then I, I gave them to the little Max and uh, Mrs. Mac, and then I looked on the inside and I thought, man, if that's what's doing to the inside, <laughs> it's just no good. Anyway, 
So there you go. Um, hi, guys. What are your thoughts on NASCAR's race at Pocono on the weekend with the DQs or disqualifications uh, on the first and second places and Denny Hamlin versus Ross Chastain battle? Okay, Carlos from Bayswater. Thank you, mate. Um, I reckon it was grass. Yeah, first things first. Like- Denny Hamlin and Ross Chastain. Um, when Ross is he's taken it, he, he's, he's he's said, copped yep, it. I deserve that. He's copped it. He's absolutely copped it. But that's a little bit of young bull, old bull, right there. Because there's been Chastain's been touching a few people up along the way. He's he's had a bit of Roman gross genes about him in the NASCAR series, <laughs> and uh, I think Denny had just about had enough. Or the pastor Maldonados. Yeah, he's got a dose of the pastors, and he uh, he just drove him up to the wall and then bounced him off the wall into the field. <laughs> Uh, and didn't get a penalty, which I thought was sensational. Well, just, so. it was just the tiniest little bump, but yep, yep. it was Denny knew where he was. He knew what that little bump was going to mm. put him straight into the grey area. Now, that grey area for everybody out there mm. is the offline area where there's bits of rubber and, and, and dirt and Big not so much dirt, but there's just, yeah, there's just, it's not a clean part of the track and it's got no mm. grip. So mm. as it's like driving as, on ice. As soon as Young mm. Bull went up into the dust, mm. he made his own dust pile. Mm. <laughs> and had to pick up a bit of his – is he a Chevrolet driver there? Uh, no, he's Toyota. I think, I think he's yeah, Toyota. I think he's Toyota. And then, look, the Denny Hamlin and, and um, Kyle Busch thing getting disqualified. Look, that was a technical infringement. Um, these cars, you've got to understand, are the most highly scrutinized cars on the planet. They've got um, they've got rule after rule after rule. They've got template after template. And basically, they went to the front of the cars, and there was something there that shouldn't have been there on I think it was a Denny's bit of tape or and, something. Uh, yeah, it's just like a bit of tape. Yeah. Now that might have been that might have been some uh, some brake blanking or it might have been stopping. So I don't know what it was, but Denny and uh, Kyle got the Tijuana brass out of the race, and you just can't do it, really. Yeah, to rules be quite are frank, rules, unfortunately, mm, rules are rules. Uh, should we talk about Harrison's, or are we going to do that after the break? Do you reckon, Nimsy? Because it's a pretty big talking point. We'll do that after the break. Since it's in the rundown, we're going to talk about uh, mm. uh, our mate Matt Charter and uh, Jalen Robotham. So, yeah. is it Robotham or Robotham? Uh, Robotham? I think if you talk to Garth Tander, it's Robotham. But I think if you where for, does he row his boat? <laughs> Generally down the street. Down obviously, down his, down his street. Down his Botham. <laughs> Um, he rose it on his both of them. So, Harrison, we will get to your text yes. in just a moment. In fact, we'll do that next here on the driver's seat. Uh, we do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. We are counting down to the Bend Motorsport Park. But uh, just looking at the stat sheet there, there's mm-hmm. only out of the entire field, there's a couple of hand, there's a handful of empty seats and pairings that aren't confirmed. But we'll get to mm. that in just a moment. You're listening to the driver's seat. Thanks to Kubota. Together, we're shaping and building Australia. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Great to have your company on the driver's seat this week. 0433981116 is the number if you'd like to get in touch. You can also get in touch uh, with us. There's plenty of ways to do it. A lot of people have been jumping on our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com forward slash driver's seat show. That's the same handle on Twitter and Instagram as well. You can get your message in, messages in throughout the week. Uh, but let's get to some that have come through this evening because uh, there's a good one here from Harrison, isn't there? It's an absolute cracker, and it's something that, um, boys, we know that the Anderson team have fallen foul of. Just says, hey, boys, great news about Jalen Robotham getting a Bathurst 1000 debut with Matt Charter. However, it seems with 2020 Super 3 Championship a non-event, 
he would uh, he would not have enough super license points. He's got a fifth and a sixth in 86s, Toyota 86s, and a 12th in last year's Super 2 championship, only being four out of 13 points. As in super license points, he's only got four out of 13. Hate to bring it up, but if he is granted a dispensation and Michael Anderson is denied a license, isn't it a little bit double standards? Harrison, what a great text. Text of the night so far, and you're dead set spot on right. Um, and, and we've seen drivers in the past, Stevie J, who arguably have more rear-wheel drive V8 experience than Jay, get a super licence. But for whatever reason, um, you would hope that that team, the Charter Motorsport team, have cleared it off with Supercar and Motorsport Australia that young Jalen, who's a great kid and a great talent and a real future prospect, is going to have enough super license points. Because if he doesn't, and I'm Michael Anderson, I'm throwing spanners. I'm going absolutely berserk that if he gets a run, why can't I? Well, it'd be more than throwing spanners. You'd be throwing legal. Lawyers. Yep. You'd be throwing full... Uh, legal mm. documents straight mm. at MA, yeah, and uh, saying what the, yeah, <laughs> yes. Oh, the, the, we, we all know we're, we're big. We, we are very critical of the super license um, type deal, um, and the flex, the somewhat. I'm just being careful in what I say, but the somewhat flexibility. Um, that Motorsport Australia and Supercar seem to take towards it, how you get it, how many points, and who gets it and who doesn't. And I just, you know, if I'm, as I say, if I'm Michael Anderson, I'm watching this real closely because he's bought a car particularly to do the Bathurst 1000. Um, And if he can't now, and if he pulls the team out and then he sees young Jalen going around, it's a massive double standard, is it not? Yeah, well, it has to yeah, be, doesn't it, it? Absolutely, you would think so. I'd like to hear their reasoning for totally. it. Totally, I'd like to hear their reasoning for letting him in to obviously be able to pair up with Matt Charter, yep. who's paid his dues. He's done a lot of Super Two racing and um, is going extremely well at the moment. I might add, both uh, are actually going quite good in the uh, Super Two yep. Championship this year. Yep, maybe he might have enough. By then, I don't know, Maddie. It's, it's. Oh. I don't know. I don't totally. I, I don't understand the system because you know it's, it's a black and white thing for me. Yeah. And at the moment, has to be, doesn't it? There's, a, oh, it is. Has yeah, to be black be. and white. Um, but I, I, I mean, when you talk to me about the system, I don't think the system's fair. I don't no. think it's correct the way that it, it. I don't think that the the point system is correct, where the point system heavily favour. The supercars uh, sanctioned run events, sort of events, sanctioned too. events. Yeah, the ones, exactly. the ones that we've given a thumbs up, we'll we'll, we'll happily uh, you know go along with. But you know, yeah. if we're yeah, not, exactly. it's, it's essentially you can't sit at our table if uh, <laughs> yep. with some of them. Yep, exactly. So, you know, it's one of those things. I think that you know, I, I think there's a lot more behind it than just meets the eye, Maddie and Nimsy. I think there's mm. a lot of political stuff behind it. I think there's, um, you know, a lot of inconsistencies behind it and you know i would like to understand if he does get a run uh reasoning why based on those points that tommy and hobart has allocated to us absolutely should be he shouldn't be getting a run 
bottom line. Yeah. Uh, and we don't have, I mean, how many more Super 2 rounds have we got between now and Bathurst? You, you don't Sandown. have that much. You don't have that much, yeah. You got Sandown, and, you know, that's not going to pick up eight points in one round. Um, uh, yeah, so anyway, that's a, that's an ongoing question. And, Tom, thank you so much for alerting us to it because we get so much information and so Tom many news Harrison. reports. Uh, 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 sorry, was that Harrison or was that yeah, Tom? It's Harrison. Oh, Harrison. Harrison, sorry, Harrison. Yeah, you've been reading Tom's messages here. I have. Um, I have, Tommy from Hobart. We'll come to yours in a second. Sorry, Harrison. Um, yeah, Harrison, it's a great, it's a great um, email, and we'll be watching that. Or a text message. <laughs> <laughs> great text message. Harrison. Harrison. <laughs> Can you look like a pocket shop? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Johnny and Epping. Um, <laughs> oh, that's too funny. Um, keep your texts coming through. 0433 98 11 16 is the number. If you'd like to get in touch, speaking of categories that people are frowning upon and seem to be making up the rules in terms of whether or not you can participate or whether or not you can sit at our table, we're going to talk a bit of Trans Am in just a moment. And uh, Oh, nice, Mimsy. So, so. Nice, <laughs> nice. We may nice. have alluded to this last week, thinking we may. Mm. If but, somebody uh, else was to do this, is it going to be blocked? Yes. Well, mm. we'll, we'll see. Well, it, it, it hasn't been because I've seen the car. We'll yeah, see so what happens in just a moment here on uh, the driver's seat. As always, we do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we're shaping and building Australia. Get your text messages coming in. Actually, why am I saying that when I've got the button? Keep your text messages coming in. Oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen is the number if you want to be part of the program. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. It's the driver's seat and we do it thanks to Kubota. Together we're shaping and building Australia and we enjoy your feedback. 0433-98-1116 is the number. Uh, on the temper text line, 0433-98-1116, we have got one f- absolutely smoking hot, fresh off the text. Boys... Oh. Jalen works for me. He has 18, not four, in terms super of license uh, super points. license points. Yeah. So the power of radio, 097, um, good for you. Stevie J and I both have been ferreting, beavering away in our phones to work out who 097 may be because we figure you're in the industry uh, if you know what a super license point is. So uh, if you feel brave enough, 097, out yourself. Tell us where, John, give your company a free plug. If you want, if you're not in motorsport, we'll give you a free plug. But that's great info. 18 points, not four. Well, that's good. So that qualifies him to be a, uh, a co-driver in the Bathurst 1000. And he's done, and that's enough, great. And he's done enough Super 2. Well, he would yeah. have done enough Super 2 races by good then stuff. as well. Because I think good stuff. you've got to do five, I think. Five I Super 2 events. Don't know. I believe. I, I would have thought five. you'd have been across that with a young fella coming up the ranks. No. No. <laughs> I've got to find money first before I worry about how many races he's got to do. There's no cash here. Here, there's no cash. All right? Cash, no. Robbo? No cash. We're going to try to get Robbo on the show, actually, now yeah. that I think about it. <laughs> we do. The fastest the fastest hands in motorsport. Oh, Robbo. I'll, um, Particularly I'll... given that we've got TCR next weekend up Correct. here at Queensland Raceway. Which is a fantastic segue. Uh, speaking of... Mm. Uh, so, yes, you're right, Matthew. We have got um, the next Shannon's National slash mm. ARG uh, array of categories is coming up very, very shortly. And as you know, there's that little weird sort of Brady Bunch scenario of here's a story of a lovely company with uh, three categories that no one wanted on their own or whatever. <laughs> uh, and then this other one there. That <laughs> okay. <we've>... But, but <laughs> nonetheless, 
<laughs> it's it's a weird little relationship that's happening at the moment between supercars and oh. the ARG properties. And here's the thing. I, as a broadcaster, someone that works in the media, I completely understand um, why there's a, a bit of pushback because we're affiliated here with SEN. We're not going to do stuff with Triple M regardless of how good it is for all the sports uh, that are happening. You know what I mean? It's just one yeah, of those what things. Yeah, but what if Triple M owns part of SEN? But if we what had, if they own half of it, or or and what do they own a third of it, Stevie J? Oh, reportedly same something again, like who that. Knows. Yeah, you know, a third, something like, like that. Yeah, still a commercial agreement that they've got, like with uh, like for example, 20%. you got super, you got. But the thing is, you got super cheap auto that sponsor that category, and if you were Channel Nine, you wouldn't want. You know, I don't, it's 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 weird. Yeah, but Nimsy, here's the thing, right? And I get all that, get all the commercial sensitivities. That's my background, the commercial side of it, and understand all of that. But you know what? Before anyone signed on the dotted line, we knew that those commercial entities were involved in both sports. Yep. It was sold to us as fans, and it was sold to us as competitors that this was going to be the greatest thing because it was going to bring all these sports under one banner, and we were going to see it all. Now, I've had discussions with people as, as, as recent as today, people who relatively know um, who are not necessarily working for those entities but racing categories managed by those entities. There is a fractious relationship right now between Race Consortium, who owns ARG, Gary and Barry Rogers and all of that kind of stuff, who are major shareholders within supercars. It, there is a fractious relationship. For them to be even looking at another partner coming in, um, about six months uh, into a new six months into ownership, it, yeah. The reality is, I don't think they got sold what's on the tin. By the sound of it, I don't think they realise that because I don't think they. I think that's what they think too because they've gone in there, they've done some further digging, they've realised that it's debt laden. Supercars is debt laden which now means that they can't do all the things that they wanted to do, which us as fans were told we were going to get, the people that, you know, realistically pay the bills for these people. Um, and quite frankly, I, I don't know where it's going to go. Peter Adderton has been on social media very, very actively in the last 24 hours, completely going off his banana about all of this. Now, could that be a, a case of sour grapes, Stevie J, because he didn't get to buy it? Maybe. But they're playing into his bloody hands because everything that he was saying was going to happen is now happening. So... Yeah, you know, obviously he's trying to use that to his advantage too. Of course. You know, he wants. He, st he still wants it. Of course he does. He still wants to buy it. Um, are they going to let him buy it? Who knows? Uh, but honestly, uh, you don't really know what's going on behind closed doors, to no. be honest. No. Could be the other way around. It could be supercars going, hang on a minute, this is not going to be great. Or it could oh, be the team owners. I don't know. Don't think it is. No, but you just never know. I know I know. we've all got contacts, but, you know, that's something that, um, uh, as Scotty Pye put earlier, um, is not in my foray of uh, understanding. So I'm not going to comment because it's just really one of those things that I'll – when when something does happen, I'll wait for that to come out and read it, you know, and or or see the announcement and make a judgment from that. Mm. It's, it's it is it is one of those things. That, and sorry to cut you off there, uh, Matty. Yeah, uh, right. um, Don't cut me off, mate. Thank you, Brownie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's one of those things where I think there was a lot of stuff that was 
the right hand didn't seem to be talking to the left hand because I think that there's so much that did go wrong in the sense of like, first off, I get the fact that you got, um, you know, warring sort of and conflicting sponsors. That's fine. You've got two major media organizations in seven and nine that also have to work together. But at the same time too, you could, you've got a whole bunch of competitors that, you know, are the backbone of your category that were to- that weren't told about the decision. Oh, by the way, guys, you know how you've basically mm. sold your entire seasons on. You'll be able to um, get coverage on this and this and this. You'll be on mm. the undercard of supercars. Blah blah mm-hmm. blah blah. Oh, by the way, you also need a stand subscription. And don't get me wrong, stand is a fantastic thing. We we're just talking about using stand uh, just before the show. Uh, it, yeah. It's great, but it's something that like it's a luxury unfortunately, and not a lot of people, especially in times when times are tough and you're paying $78 for lettuce, that uh, 20 bucks a month just to watch a bit of motorsport mm. sometimes doesn't fit into the into the, uh, into the wallet. Look, I agree. Um, you're right. When there's 6% inflation, which we none of us were expecting, it's bloody hard. But I just think this these political games, he said, she said, from apparently the one entity who run the Premier uh, category of motorsport in the country is just bullish, and it's the constant, the constant, the constant politics in this sport gives me nothing but the irrits. But anyway, um, more importantly, um, that text message from <laughs> 097, since we called him out, um, we've had some clarification. The um, the abridged versions of Super Two and Super Three, although being cut back a couple of years ago, were still awarded full points, and apparently Jalen is listening to us. This evening. Hello, mate. So, um, Jalen, congratulations, kiddo. Love your work. Good to see you're going to get a step up. We may even get you on the show. Um, and uh, we'll see what happens. Plenty going we'll on, on, the, happens. Uh, oh, look, on the temper text I've, I've copped another one here. Sorry, but your information is misguided at best. As the story goes, there are two sides to the story, and the truth is somewhere that sits in the middle. 016, whoever you may be, inform us. Don't let my information be misguided. Send us a text message in and we'd That's love for you, we would love for you to clarify where my information and the, uh, the sides of the story that I'm getting are wrong. I'm happy to be pointed in the absolute factual right direction. So <laughs> Go to bed, champ. Go to bed. Uh, we're going to take a quick pause for the cause and be, we'll be back with more before Maddie starts. Starting war with our text line, 0433 is the number if you'd like to get in touch. It's the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we're shaping and building Australia. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter. Shaping and building Australia together. It's great to have your company this week on the driver's seat. While all eyes will be on the bend, um, we're also going to look a little bit ahead on the horizon because uh, Queensland Raceway will be hosting the Shannon's Nationals. Uh, we're finally going to talk about it. Um, remember, what was the big thing about, uh, what was the reason given for Shane Van Gisbergen uh, to not be able to do this? Oh, mate, I was on the hot lap. Um, it was Triple Eight. Triple Eight has basically said, no, thank you. We, yes. don't, we don't want to do that. Jamie Basically. says no. Yes. Uh, we thought it was, we think that it's triple eight and with a, with a, it's a bit of salt and pepper, really. It's a dash of supercars with a little pinch of triple eight in there. There's a licorice all Van, sorts of stuff. A licorice all sorts of, uh, of um, orders coming down the line that SVG was not 
to drive a Camaro in the Trans Am series. Uh, we Help. don't really quite know why, Steve, particularly as last week he was in rallying in uh, New Zealand. Yep. And so they, there's no real reason for it, just that you're not allowed to do it. So uh, our good mate Adderton, uh has once again seen an opportunity and um, has now bestowed the seat of Trans Am to Brody Kostecki, Stevie J. Funnily enough, not our championship leader. Currently, arguably not as high profile as SVG, and uh, no one has said anything about him driving a Camaro mm. in Trans Am. Mm. Oh, look, it, it could just be the fans love that. They think that's really special. Special? They think that's very special. That uh, SVG is not allowed to, but Brody is. Any ideas why? Any reasons? No. <sighs> I no would, idea. Oh, look, it all it all comes down to like I get it. Um, SVG is you know there's very few superstars in the sport at the moment, and SVG is one of those like household names like people would know that. Whereas I, I think they're trying to maybe let this one go under the radar and hope that no one notices. Oh, because that always works. That's always the best PR, the best PR strategy. Let's put it under the carpet and let's hope no one notices. You know, that's Boris Johnson having a party during lockdown idea. I mean, that's just, I, the, again, this is the, this is once again what I'm talking about with politics and business within our sport. There is just, it's just dumb. I, I cannot understand. I'm glad that, that Broads is going to have a run in the car. I think it would be really competitive. It looks mint fun. too. Uh, the, the Boost Mobile car looks mint. I think it's great to have for whatever reason it's going to be there. I'm great. I, I think it's great for the, the series and the cars to have a company like Boost involved. But it just, if you're going to do something like telling the, the biggest name in our sport, SVG, that you're not allowed to drive them, I'd love some continuity or maybe it's not supercar. Maybe it had nothing to do with supercar. Maybe it was just Triple Eight, Steve J, that said that it could be. SVG is not driving it. It could be. There could be, I don't know, there, there could be like contractual maybe. commercial agreements that, that, you know, are not favorable if he does that sort of thing. I don't know. Or um, maybe it's, yeah, look, it, it, it sometimes it all comes down to, the silliest of reasons. Like I know that, uh, and I'm just, I'm just spitballing here. So, because obviously Triple Eight, they're the ones that have signed up with, uh, um, as the like the official Australian arm of Chevrolet Racing. So, mm. if you were to have SVG prematurely in a Chevy, and someone snaps a photo and all you know, and graphics and stuff gets done done up, you know, like you. you Things like that are decisions like that are made, and I know that it doesn't quite reflect well for the fans. But these are the sort of things, like you know, I mean, we have we have discussions about the kind of orange that's used for the driver's seat for crying out loud. Like you know what I mean? Like these are discussions that are had without consultation of the fans and don't affect the product that's put out towards the fans. But they're still conversations that could, you know, influence what actually happens. He's well, yeah. right. I mean, yeah. He's right. I mean, like that's the only thing I can think of that Triple H just, is a Chevrolet racing partner, and if you were Chevrolet, and it's like, okay, you're going to be responsible for this now. Could you make sure that he goes nowhere near anything that looks like a Camaro until yeah. we can unveil that poster that looks mm. like him standing proudly in front of a Camaro? Mm. 
That's all we want. Yeah. Put him in a, put yeah. him in any other car you want. I don't care. Put him in a Skoda. Put him in a Camry. Put him in an Altima. Mm. Yep. <laughs> Maybe not the Altima. <laughs> <laughs> the fridge. You know, and, and it's interesting. We talk about our fans. We've just received a text message. And, and this to me, boys, this sums it up. Absolutely beautiful. And, you know, we know that on Speed Cafe or Fastell, as we call it, and we know on Auto Action and all these people are breaking stories and doing all that sort of stuff. And they all want their, all want their pats on the back. Have your pats on the back. Do all that kind of stuff. But this is what our fans think, Stevie J. Re, all the political stuff going on in supercars, as a fan, it's just so disappointing to hear as it paints the picture things are in absolute shambles. And those running the show come across that they have completely lost sight that without the fans, there would be no supercars. It comes across that there is a lot of self-interest. It's just such a shame. And I wonder if they realise this. What a great text message because... You can spin it, you can take advantage of it, you can write about it, you can do anything you want. But at the end of the day, Steve, Jay, you, me, Nimsy, all the supercar fans, all the people, all, uh, uh, all, the, all the teams and all the drivers, we answer to the fans. We always have. That's how this sport works. We answer to our fans. And this is a fan telling it as they're seeing it right now. So is that a lack of PR direction? In our sport, are we just not telling the right stories? When you've got Gary Rogers sending open letters to all the supercar teams and all of the race consortium teams saying, you know, we were basically sent a dummy. We've, we've bought a dummy based on what was given to us, the information that was given to us. I mean, I'd, it's a frustration, folks. Oh, I get it. And we're getting your text messages in. I totally get it. But um, we're... I have no influence on it. Stevie J has no influence on it. We're just going to have to wait and see what pops out in the end because I think you're right. Um, uh, text message 575, I think you're right. I think there's a lot of self-interest. And uh, as one Andrew Medeke, or Medeke as most people uh, know him, he once told me, he said, Matt, if there's a horse race and in that horse, in that race is a horse called self-interest, back it. Always back self-interest. So... We'll see what happens. All right, I'm just checking that my on-air light works because uh, I just had a lovely little visit from a cleaner, which was oh, a tremendous effort there. G'day, Sadie. How you going? <laughs> oh. The cleaning lady. Would have preferred a Sadie, put it that way. But um, anyway. But, 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 but just, just on a final note here, Nimsy, um, everything that's said here, I, I understand because it does look like it's oh. a shambles. And it has not been... It has not been uh, handled well, and I don't even think Gen 2 was handled well when it first no, came out. No. So Gen 3 has been even worse. You would think they'd learn, but they haven't. And as you both put, and especially you, Maddie, there is too much self-interest in this. Oh. It needs individual people running the sport as a business mm-hmm. and understanding what needs – exactly what F1 have done. They've brought the fans back to F1. How big totally. are F1 events now? Totally. And that's what Huge. we need in They're the place to be now. Like, Absolutely. You see all – like everyone is – they're making household names out of Sky Sports commentators, for crying out loud. Yep. Yep, absolutely. Yep. And, and uh, we've got a lot to learn. And I would have thought after so many years and so many mistakes and some really good things as well, we would have learnt and really started to push towards the good things in our sport. Yeah. But there's politics and self-interest and miscommunication and no clarity and different consortiums and this, that and the other thing. What an absolute cluster, you know what. The only thing Nothing that they have actually listened to the... Yeah, the only thing that they actually have listened to the fans about is Larko, bringing Larko back when yes. Larko was sacked. 
You know, that's the only thing that I've ever seen that the fans have actually turned a decision. Anyway, we know where it needs oh, to go. Oh, shit. <laughs> Did I say shit? Sorry. How could you not have that guy? Come <laughs> exactly on. Exactly <laughs> right. There's a, yeah. uh, but, uh, and thank you, Kimbo, for your text message. We really appreciate it. Got to give her credit. Mm-hmm. The first lady in the driver's seat. Well done. Actually, no, second. Um, like, you know what? I'm just kidding. I'm getting in trouble if I start um, putting a podium up here. Anyway, we'll, we'll take a quick pause of the course. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, don't do that. Yeah, back with more right because after Gabe's, this. Gabe's will get upset I was just about. I was just about to say that. <laughs> so uh, we'll take a pause of the course. Back with more after this. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Welcome back to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. And you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just use the handle at driver's seat show. We're going to get into our race rewind. This is the driver's seat race rewind. Because the Bend Motorsport Park actually has got a fair bit of supercars history attached to it now. It's the fifth year that we've gone there. And it's isn't it funny that it literally seems like yesterday we were chatting about this this fun new course that's uh, it's the first track that <laughs> yes. they've built since Queensland Raceway. Wow. Five, five years. Time flies, doesn't it? Wow. <laughs> but I thought wow. now would be a good time because there's all those stats about how much the Mustang dominates and, you know, how well Ford teams are going to go there. But initially, in the first ever uh, round at the Bend Motorsport Park, it was not fun at all four teams. In fact, here's what Scott McLaughlin had to say. Yeah, it was a bad weekend, but that's what we've got to do on our bad weekends is make the best job we can. Well, the important thing is that you finished. You got a fifth yesterday, yeah. a tenth today. You are 19, uh, 19 points, I beg your pardon, behind in the championship at the moment, but it's not the end of the universe. Yeah, unfortunately, we have to say goodbye to this, the, the Orange 17, but hopefully we'll get it back later on. But yeah, look, plenty of uh, laps to come. Um, I think we've got some really good speed at the Enduro races like we did last year, so I'm excited for them. I'm excited to get out of this joint for sure. <laughs> Just, <laughs> that's, that's still my favourite line. I'm excited to get out of this joint. But uh, it, was, it was a strange sort of round, wasn't it, that first um, outing yeah. at the bend? Well, no one knew. No one knew what it was going to be like. No one had tested there. No one really knew how the tyres were going to react, what shock data you needed, all of that kind of stuff. Mm. You could apply, I suppose, in some ways, Stevie J, some data from other circuits that were kind of sort of like it. But everyone was on a fact-finding mission from the moment they rolled out the truck, weren't they? Yep. Yeah, they were. Like it was uh, um, someone that stumbled across what they needed to do, and I think it was uh, quite different tyre pressures to what you normally run, which was one of the key elements to being fast there, which a lot of the teams didn't get on top of until very last minute, maybe even the last race, but it was too late by then. So, um, yeah, it was one of those weird weekends, and um, I think they, uh, you know, Scotty and DJR Team Penske back then, really, uh, I guess, turn the tables that next year. Yep. You know? And then mm. they were quite dominant from there on in. And I think Scotty actually uh, won the championship, um, not at that race, but he wrapped it up before going to Bathurst where yeah. they couldn't catch him. He had over 300-point lead, leaving uh, leaving Talon Ben. So uh, it was a, it was definitely an interesting first round there. And, um, you know, I guess a lot's changed since then. And, you know, we're going to see that more of that this weekend. Do you reckon they've gotten used to it now, though? Like, does is... Five years is still a pretty relatively short amount of time, but 
it, it's funny because like a lot of the drivers do other stuff at that track too. Like there's GT stuff. Like Matty, you you were even in the uh, the Aussie tin tops there in the in the Kubota Mustang. Um, oh, you had to bring that up, didn't I? That was when <laughs> well, I. Well, he did some of it. I oh, did. <laughs> 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 no, but what I mean is, yes, it's when like... I destroyed the back end of my car again. <laughs> but but <laughs> only an axle this time, folks. <laughs> well, to be fair, Fabs also did that with a Mustang. Uh, remember? Yeah. remember yeah, he was beached yeah. as bro. He uh, was so beached. I've been there a couple of times in the in the TA car, and it's it's absolutely sensational. It's a great circuit. It's long, loaded, fast, technical, um, off camber, um, positive camber, negative camber, big braking. It gives you everything as a race driver that you want, doesn't it, Stevie J? It, yeah. It's it's just a sensational circuit. They've done a beautiful job in building everything around there. Unfortunately, though, we say this all the time: the the best circuits on paper often don't relate to the best racing. Yeah. Um, and there's, like in many circuits at the moment, there's only a couple of corners where it's either going to be a ripper pass or a massive accident. And we saw that down at the hairpin at Tail and Bend um, last year. And and also the triple right-handers, Stevie J, if a bit of air gets under the nose of the car there, when it's fully loaded going through these triple rights, you, you get a big understeer and you practically end up halfway back to Victoria. So <laughs> it's... it's um, it's a big place. It's a really big place, Nimsy, which is probably going to hurt it from a crowd perspective. But from a driving perspective, it's it's ace fun. It is just great fun. If you can just go out and rag a lap, Stevie J, there's few places that are better than a Bathurst maybe or maybe a Phillip Island. But yeah. um, it, it's a great place. But it's, yeah, it's just a, doesn't have the racing pedigree. Yeah, just yet. at the we moment. We haven't seen a ripper. We haven't seen a no. ball terror race, have we? No, exactly, and it's very hard to get lost around there. Oh, it's very easy to get lost around there too, especially uh, um, if you get spun in the wrong area. Hey, Matty, just ask yeah. uh, what, Michael Formosa. <laughs> 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 Did he get spun uh, at the back, and yes. then he actually entered the long GT circuit accidentally, yes. and the camera went on him saying, um, where are you where going there, right, mate? <laughs> yeah. This is in Super Utes. Uh, <laughs> That's about, it's about how they sounded too. I'll be back on track in a diesels. minute, fellas. He's, uh, don't mind me. Uh, uh, don't look. send the safety car. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. Uh, yeah, that was very funny. And look, to to, to Michael Formosa, his son uh, Chris Formosa runs in the category as well. And Michael thought, oh, I'll have a batch with the kid. And he's never done any racing. He was on his P plates. I, I haven't seen him back, to be quite frank. So I think it was a little too much for him. <laughs> but he did take off on the other circuit, just trying to find his way back to the <laughs> Just quickly, too. Uh, so uh, Todd Hazelwood and Jack LeBrock, they're going to be um, the latest of the current crop of drivers to be testing the uh, Gen 3 um, cars at um, Tail and Bend. So they're going to be doing the Chevy. And I believe, who's doing, I don't know who's doing the must. Oh, Zane Goddard will be doing. Gee, Zane Goddard's getting He's a done play. a lot. <laughs> I, if you want someone that knows a Gen 3 car pretty well... Uh, well Zane's your guy, Yeah, he? get amongst him. For, well, uh, like Zane a, is your guy. A Ford or a Chevy one, get in there. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to... Uh, yeah, in things, fact, speaking of Gen 3, just quickly, I know we're talking about um, we're talking about Taylor, but um, Tommy from Hobart texted in about uh, Carlos, the Gen 3 <laughs> chassis. Still working on that, brother. We've only got two in existence currently. I think there's some engines <laughs> going through some parity testing or something overseas hey, at the moment. Speaking Let's of see. Tommy's, though, uh, Matty... Wax his microphone there. Whoops, whoops. Speaking of Maddie, look who's look who's chimed in uh, with a bit of uh, a bit of sauce for Talon Bend. 
Tommy. Tommy. Welcome, Tommy. Tommy. A crowd from Tail and Bend. From, I'll a, be from there. a crowd. From a crowd. At Tail and Bend. Good on you, Tommy. You'll be there. Good for you, mate. Take a jacket and a Yeah, beanie. take a jacket, mate. Oh, and actually, no, he's from Toowoomba. He knows what <laughs> cold's all about. Does he need a beanie and yes, gumboots? Yes. No, not gumboots. Not gumboots? No. Nah. Where should Tommy sit? Give Tommy In the seat. inside line <laughs> as to where he... <laughs> Thanks for the scoop, Ace. Uh, where should Tommy sit to get the best action? Give, Google it, give mate. Out... <laughs> exactly. Google it, mate. Um, oh, it's hard. They've actually put up some more grandstands around the place. Uh, there's a grandstand actually right at the second last corner, which I think they call it turn 17. Oh, that's um, good. A couple of Which is a really there. good opportunity to pass down there. Yeah. It's always a bit of action down there. Mm. Um, Tommy, can I give you a tip? Don't sit on the front straight. It's boring as Yeah, no, don't do and that. Pretty much, it's 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 actually, funnily enough, mate, it's the same at every track. You sit on the straight, it's boring. No good. No good. Unless you're in the final, in the first breaking zone at the end of a straight. Yeah. That's pretty good that's because okay. if you see that at Tail and Bend, there's quite a bit of action there. People run off there, a um, couple of passes get done there, and then you catch them going up towards the hairpin. So that's that that can be quite a, um, quite a handy spot to sit at the end of yep. the main straight. Just don't sit maybe, oh, no, I shouldn't say don't, maybe think about, Unless you're in the supercars just sitting corporate facility, across. that's not too bad. Just bringing it back. Oh, to, that's pretty good. Bringing it back awesome. to Gen Three for a second here, because I was just yeah. I'm just watching. I'm trying to find out who's going to drive the uh, Mustang. Look, mm. we'll we'll get to that later. But um, did they move where the the spike goes for the um for pit stops? From this car to the new car, yes. It's it, whereas right now it's basically through the rear window, the mm. new air spike to raise the car up on its on its jacks so that you can change the tires. Like passenger side the, window, passenger side in front of in front of the at the end of the what would you call it the front guard, Stevie J, at the A pillar there. Yep. So um, yes, there was some there was some comment about the poor little tooties of the crew member that has to stand there and jam that one in right near the wheel, but. Um, it's going to make it awkward when they do come in for pit stops, isn't it? Because there's going to be it's right next to the guys wheel. right there. Mm. Next, he's next to the wheel. Mm. That's why they had um, the air spike in the middle of the car. Mm. Currently now, away from the wheels, so that the, that guy can get that air spike in in the long races at Bathurst. Mm. He got he's got the air spike in the rear window. He opens the passenger door. He can refill the cool suit box, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm-hmm. So he's got a bit of a multiple task job there. Um, it's going to make it a bit more difficult when he's. In front of the door, isn't it? Oh, I could, and I could just so you're the, saying um, the could... Gen Three being made a bit more difficult, Stevie J, when it was meant to be a project of simplification. Oh, funny that! Hey, what a shock! Can't all, I can say, all I can say right now is that I really, really, really hope that Erebus do some practice pit stops. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh Barry, will have you now. Oh, you're oh, dead. Oh, Mr. Yeah. Have some balls and do it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got to wrap up in just a moment here on the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. If you want to get your text in, do it now. 0433-981116 is our number. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Big thank you to Scott Pye for jumping on the show uh, this week. Uh, he celebrates his 300 Supercars Championship start at uh, Sunday at the Bend is going to be a lot of fun. So it was good to chat to Scotty Byer as well. He's, yeah, he's a good egg. He's he? a very, very good egg. And uh, mm. it was one of the fun things during the E-Series last year, you, him, and um, and SVG, Stevie, uh, doing your, your post-match debriefs. It was, yes. which was always good fun. Absolute highlight. <laughs> what was that called? The de- Was it called the debrief? 
It was just yeah, them was. jumping on the, on the Twitch. Just, yeah, yeah, we did like have 3 a, a.m. in the morning. Yeah, yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> it was good. It was good fun, but oh man, oh man. Did Mrs. Mrs. J get get annoyed at you coming nah, to bed? No, she was fine. There was two closed doors between me and her, so it was. <laughs> Uh, if I wasn't yelling too loud, she wasn't too upset. <laughs> right. Well, there you go. Uh, well, speaking of this weekend, though, so there, we have gone through some of the milestones there, but it really does come down to basically, you know, a three or four horse race. Mm. I mean, there's only been three dudes typically that have been really on the form, and that's been SVG, Cam Waters, and Anton Di Pasquale. I'll throw in Will. Should I throw Will Davero in there as well? well? Absolutely. I mean, I think he's he's been super super consistent this year. Um, probably just can't quite convert a him to wins, though. Yeah, no, can't convert to wins. But you know, who who can convert to wins at the moment with the form that SVG's on and and Cam on occasion? It's it's very hard to convert to a win at the moment. But you know, he's had uh, he's had more poles than his teammate um, mm-hmm. ADP, um, and but just can't seem to get that final little block in place to get a race result. But um, uh, look, I, I've got three drivers, Nimsy, that I want to watch for this weekend. Uh-huh. The ones I to want to watch. watch, ones to watch, and they're outside the normals. They're the 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 outliers, but with good form. I'm going to watch WD, so Will Davo, um, Chazzy, and Cam. I'm going to be watching those guys to see whether they get a run with an outside ruffy of. I'd love to say Heimgartner, but I'm just not sure he's going to have it in the BJR car because they don't have yep. good form there. Um, so yeah, I, I'm I'm going to watch Wilbur, Chazzy, and. Cam. Wilbur, Chazzy and Cam. I reckon, um, I reckon Wilbur is fast there. You know, he was fast in 23 red there as well. In a 23 red the, Falcon as well. Too. He was going to win Falcon. that thing until the airbox fire. Yeah. He was in the lead. Yeah. Until the thing coughed and spluttered in pit lane because of an airbox fire. Yeah, if but maybe. Whatever. Um, <laughs> anyway. So. Oh, harsh. <laughs> <laughs> if but maybe. Don't look back, mate. Yeah, Don't look exactly. Back. The only thing you'll get to sore neck is one the big dick used to say. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, Big Dick says a lot of things, and let me tell you, some of them I, I definitely can't say on here. Like he says, if, say. if my uncle didn't have it, he'd be my auntie. So, <laughs> thanks, Dej. Buts and maybes. Thanks, Dej. Um, I'm gonna so I'm gonna watch Wilbur. You know, ADP. I'm gonna watch as well. They're, they're both gonna be pretty. I mean, but Wilbur's actually had ADP's measure. Oh, that's what least, we just said on, you know? particularly on pace. Yep. Well, one lap pace. You just can't string a. I know a bit of result together. You know, more polls than SVG will be up there. I know they've, they've had, mm. you know, but but for me, looking outside of the norm, mm. you know, I'm going to be looking at uh, Reynolds. I reckon Reynolds is going to be fast. Yeah, okay. I reckon you're there. Good. You're on the money. Uh, I reckon Reynolds is being fast. I, I think you're right in uh, Heimgartner. I'm, I'm, it's a 50-50 for me, and not not, and it's not an Andre. It's a it's a car thing. Totally for mm. me. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I think I think Chazzy will be there or thereabouts as well. So I think, um, yeah. So just as a few roughies apart. Outside of the norm, I think that's uh, that's they're my picks. Hey Nimsy, I know we got to go, uh, but Michael just texted in. He said uh, he's pretty. He didn't get all the show this. Make it quick. The twenty seconds. He's very surprised that we were back on again after last week. Well, we made it, Michael. We're back again. <laughs> A big thank you to Scott Pye for joining us on the show. Enjoy the week of racing. We'll be back same time next week for another big edition of the Drivers Seat. Thanks to Kubota. Together, we're shaping and building Australia. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.